You are listening to a sermon from Mission Point St. John. We hope this message encourages a deeper connection between you and Jesus, our Savior. And the Lord of Lords. Um, have you ever waited for a gift? Are you waiting for a gift right now? Have you ordered something that won't be here on time? So I'll just give you an example. My wife and I ordered our Christmas pictures to pass out tonight weeks ago. We have no idea where they are. So we'll give you our Christmas card, maybe for Valentine's. We have no idea where it is. We ordered something else. And we're not, you know, last-minute shoppers. So we, we've planned well in advance. We've been watching our email, tracking. That tracking thing doesn't work. Let me tell you that. That does not work. It just says it arrived in the country. That's what it says. Arrived in the country from Newfoundland to British Columbia. The country. That could be a long ways away. Um, waiting for something that hasn't arrived. And all of a sudden, when something arrives... Uh, so uh, let, let me tell you how it happened this week. Um, so we've been each day diligently checking the mail and the courier system that's supposed to be delivering our pictures. I even had Roger go to the mail specially, and uh, he emailed me. Three packages had arrived. None of them were the pictures. None. That may be actually a blessing for you that you don't get the picture. I don't know. There's a story in the Bible. I'll just share a few thoughts with you tonight on this Christmas Eve service of someone who was waiting for a gift. It's a pretty neat little story in Luke chapter 2. And he had waited a quite a long time. Uh, the Bible says in Luke chapter 2 and verse 25, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation 
to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. Simeon had waited for this special gift. And he had been promised one thing, that he wouldn't die before it happened. That's, that's a quite a time span, possibly. We don't know exactly. We just know that he was given a, a promise that he would live to see the gift arrive. And you can imagine when Mary and Joseph came into the temple and they had this baby called Jesus. You can imagine the excitement on Simeon when they arrived. He said, your servant can now depart in peace according to your word. This is what the Bible says. The Bible says that Simeon saw three things. First of all, in verse 30, he says, my eyes have seen your salvation. Your salvation. The salvation that comes from Christ may be described really in three different tenses, the past, the present, and the future. When a person activates their faith and believes on the Lord, it starts them on a beautiful journey towards Christ. Everyone, everyone is starting at maybe a different point but everyone starts with the same process. Activating the faith that is within every person in this room, every person that's watching or listening online. Nobody is without faith. You have faith. The activating of the faith is the, the important aspect of seeing salvation. And that's what happened in this past tense. Uh, I've got to activate the faith. And then all of a sudden, the present. Seconded, secondly, there's a process of that happens through my life each and every day. Salvation is not just something that happened however many years ago. God is working on our lives today. Today. Here you are in Christmas Eve service and just like Simeon, waiting for a gift, and Simeon got to see salvation. Salvation that would be a process of being activated by his faith in the past. A process that would be working on his life in the present. And thirdly, a process that will save us from sin eternally. What a wonderful, wonderful outlook on life. Listen, there's a lot of things that are happening around us that are not positive. But one positive outlook that you can have is that when you see salvation, it takes care of the past, it takes care of the present, and it will take care of the future. You can be assured waiting for that gift will always be right, no matter how long it takes. That's so much more valuable. So much more important than a picture that's lost between we don't know where. 
God releases into our lives today the power of his resurrection and allows us to have a taste of what it's like, like what it's like to experience salvation and, and understand that it's only his, only his love. It's only his compassion that no one should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So our, our experience of salvation will be complete when Christ returns for his people. What a beautiful hope. Listen, there's, there's a lot of people without hope tonight. But when you have hope that you're going to see the gift of salvation, it not only is the second thing that Simeon saw, the, the second thing is in verse 32. He said, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles. The second thing that Simeon saw was a light. He was, he was waiting for a gift, and this gift was not only salvation, but it was also a light. God's Word, the Bible, is frequently light word and a light to my path. The psalmist wrote, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Oh, we come in contact with people who are afraid every day. Every day. People who are afraid. Afraid of what's happening. Afraid of what may happen. Afraid of what's going to take place. Whom shall I fear? See, the New Testament, it presents Jesus as the personification of light or divine illumination when he says, I am the light of the world. The light of the world. Jesus plainly stated that those who reject that divine light would bring judgment actually upon themselves. The New Testament writers extend the, the figure of that light to include, uh, while ye have light, believe in the light, that ye may be the children of light. These things spake Jesus and departed and did hide himself from them. Verse 46, I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. That's why Paul wrote in Ephesians 5 and 8, for ye were sometimes darkness, that was back then, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Waiting, going to arrive. Anticipation. And he says, my eyes have seen your salvation, the light that will be available to Israel, to the Gentiles. This, what, a, what a gift that Simeon was. Also in verse 32. He says, and the glory of your people, and he saw glory. Glory, beauty, power, or honor. It's a quality of God's character that emphasizes the greatness and the authority of the Lord. It's also used in multiple tenses and senses in the Bible. Our understanding as human, human beings, that's why... That's why Paul wrote and said, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of the Lord. We don't measure up to understanding how glorious he really is. Everyone, no one is excluded from that verse. Every one of us actually have fallen into 
the situation where we have fallen short of the glory. God's glory is maybe not a substance, but it's seen in people in visible ways. That's why it's so incredible. Light has happened in their lives, and all of a sudden, there's a glory that shines about them. That's why people will say, there's something different about you. It's not, it's not how you combed your hair today. Smile, no. no, something different about you is the glory, the visible perfection of God. Such a display of the presence of God is often seen as acts of, of kindness and acts of, of, of being just a Christian. It's a wonderful demonstration of who is so-and-so. I hope so-and-so is kind to so, so-and-so. No, it's another thing for it to work through you. When you see someone in need and through you, people get to see the gift that Simeon got to see. Salvation, a light, and glory. God shares that divine glory, obviously, with ones who follow him. Their lives as That's what the Bible says. You're created in his image. That's not just how you shine. Believers who are fully glorified at the end time will be eternally in God's heavenly presence for our pictures. It's kind of and the sadness, my, do you know how many times my wife has asked me if they've come? No, seriously. How many times a day do you think she's asked me if they've come? A lot. Check with Roger. Have him go to the mail. How about calling them? They, she wanted me to call them today. Call UPS. Call where the picture that's so unimportant. But I share with you something very important to wait for of a gift tonight. The gift of seeing salvation. The gift of experiencing the light. And the gift of seeing his glory. If there's anything that I could advise you of in music come, if you would, at this Christmas season, is wait. Wait for the gift of salvation. Do you know what Simeon said? He could depart in peace. There's a, a lot of restlessness, uneasiness, turmoil, upset, worry, anxiousness. Stress and anxiety. Lots of that is filling our days. I was thinking as they were singing the song just before we come up to sing, Silent Night. <laughs> Silent Night. How, how out of place that seems to be in 2021. Resting in heavenly peace. People are having trouble sleeping. People are having trouble getting through their day. I'll tell you what to wait for. Wait for the gift 
the gift of salvation. It's arrived. Wait for the gift of light. It's arrived. And wait for the gift of his glory. It has arrived. Thank you for joining us today. If you want more information, connect with us on our website at missionpoint.ca. God bless you.